0: You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to Getting Mindful with Megan. Uh, you guys, how are you? It's been a crazy 2020. <laughs> it's been crazy, but I'm actually just really enjoying life right now. It's been beautiful outside. It's been hot here, but the last couple of days it's cooled off a little bit and it's just been nice and I got to go up and hang out with my sister and it's just been a good week. I hope you guys are having a really good week. So we are talking about confidence today, and I'm really excited to touch on this topic because I think when we understand and we live and we feel confident, it is going to change the world. I think there's a lot of insecure people, and I think that it causes and creates a lot of damage and a lot of issues in our world. I think insecurity is a big, a big issue. It hurts us, and I think in turn, it hurts others. So I'm really excited to talk about confidence, and I hope that you guys get something from this episode, and I hope that you're pumped to listen to it. So I just want to start with telling you guys a little bit about my experience with confidence. When I was in high school and middle school and elementary, I feel like I was like overly confident. I had so much confidence, you guys. I never questioned like myself, almost probably to a fault. And, but I was, I just, I really didn't question myself. I really didn't question others, others either. Like, I don't remember like hating anybody or like judging people. And in those younger years, maybe I did a little bit, but I don't remember it very much. I just remember feeling really secure with myself and really loving people in general. And then I went to college and I went to Provo, Utah. And for any of you who know Provo, it's like the girls are beautiful. Everybody is like so done up. And in high school, I was always just like, I just got along with everybody and I was friends with everybody. And then I went to school and I was just kind of like in this sea of like beautiful girls. And I started to question myself a lot. And in turn, I think that made me question others a lot. I started finding myself after college when I got married more like judging people a little bit. And that created like this web of like insecurity that was not healthy. And so like, you know, when you get around like really confident people and and maybe you don't feel quite as confident, it almost like makes you defensive immediately. Like you're like, nothing's wrong with me. But really it's, it's called shame blame cycle. But what's happening is like, you're around this really confident person and they say something and maybe it's a little bit of a different opinion than you. And you're like, wait, is that, should I be thinking that? It's like, you're not super confident in your opinion or whatever. So you're like, Oh, should I be thinking that? Should I be, should that be going through my head? Should I listen to what they say? And then you're like, no, I'm right. Cause you feel like a little shame. Like, am I wrong? And then you have to be right. So then you blame. No shame feels awful. So no, you're wrong. And then people have a really hard time with the confident girls. Have you noticed that? Have you ever been the confident girl who everybody doesn't like? Have you ever been the girl who's judging the confident girl because she's confident and it makes you feel weird? I've been both. I feel like I've been both. (laughs) And I can tell you one thing leaning into confidence is the way to go. You will feel so much better. You will love people so much deeper and you will not judge yourself or others the way that you have been. So I want to invite you guys, like, lean into confidence. I'm going to teach you thoughts that help me lean into confidence. And I'm going to teach you some of the things that I believe about confidence. So the first thing that I want to teach you guys and tell you is that I believe this is my belief is that confidence is a feeling. We feel confident, right? So confidence is a feeling that is created when we understand and we believe. So we have to believe this thought. Okay. I don't think we can just think it kind of. We have to believe this thought to cultivate confidence, to believe that our worth is infinite and divine, and that all of us, not just me, but everybody is inherently whole. We all just came to earth and we're all enough and we're all whole just because we're humans. I really believe that that thought is what fuels and builds confidence. It creates that feeling within our bodies. So true confidence is fueled by bringing our focus, I believe. So when we know that, right? Like, think about this. When we know that we are inherently whole, that we are infinite, that we are divine, and that our worth is not measured on what we do, then what happens? We bring our focus outward. We're not thinking about us because it's like it's not about us anymore. And we take our focus outward and we focus on others and we find love for all the people within our story. So I think true confidence is like, fueled by bringing our focus outward it grows it even bigger step 1 believe this thought you're going to feel confident step 2 bring your focus outward that's just going to happen naturally and then confidence is even built bigger let me explain something self confidence is created in your mind a lot of us think like oh if i'm going to be confident at sewing i have to sew a bunch i have to like get good at it first but that's not true you guys confidence is created from thoughts It's not created from action. And I know that this is confusing. It's different than what you've probably normally been taught. But our confidence is not created from our results or actions. I want to give you permission right now. I just want to hand you like a permission slip that you can be confident right now and you don't need any experience or any results first. In fact, what I think is when you feel confident first, that's what will create the result that you're wanting. So let me give you an example. Okay. In our culture, we think that it goes like this. We think if I practice sewing, okay, I'm going to use this dumb sewing example. So if I practice sewing, then I will create this beautiful quilt and then I will feel confident, right? We think it goes action, result, feeling. That's what we've been taught most of us for a lot of our lives. (laughs) But I'm going to like throw a wrench in all of your beliefs right now and I'm going to teach you a little bit different. I think it goes like this, feeling, action, result. So I think when we feel confident, then we will practice sewing and then we will create a beautiful quilt. Do you guys get me on that? Do you hear that? So if there's something that you want to do and you're held back because you don't feel confident. I want you to recognize that you don't need permission. You don't need to do it first. If you're like, I can't do it because I've never done it. All you're doing when at the end, after you make that quilt, so you're like, okay, I practiced, I did it. I made the quilt is now you're just giving your brain permission to be confident. Oh, look, I am good at creating quilts. That's what you do in your brain. I'm good at making quilts. And you say that you believe it. And then you feel confident but did you know that you don't need to do the action first? (laughs) You can feel confident before you create the results. And guess what you guys, that type of energy creates the results you want. So I hope that this is making sense. And I hope it's like you're grasping it in your brain. Okay. So if we can create confidence on a whim, I think we should do it as much as we can, because confidence is a feeling that creates really good results. It's a feeling we like to feel. It feels good and it helps us get the results we want. So I think we should try to create it as much as possible. And I wanna give you some ideas of what I think it feels like. When I feel confident, it feels expansive. I feel open and it feels abundant. When I'm confident, I'm not restricting. I'm not closed off. I'm not defensive. Those type of emotions, I think, don't come from confidence. Like, I don't think confidence feels like that. I think it feels open and expansive and abundant. So I even want to give you an idea. You can, like, try this if you want. You can, like, stretch your arms out wide and open your heart and lift your chin just a little bit and expand through your chest and just open up. It's kind of vulnerable and open. I think that feeling when you do that feels like confidence. That's just me. You guys try it. Tell me what you think. So I have six affirmations that I like to use when I don't feel confident that I like to use to remind myself. I like to listen to them. I have them recorded and I will one day record these for you guys. So you have them recorded, but probably not today. And this is what they are. So hear me out. And we're going to talk about each one. So number one. Who I am is enough. You guys, did you guys know that enough is just a decision that you get to make? And guess what I've decided? Because I'm a human, I'm enough. Because I'm a human, I'm doing enough. I am just enough. Who I am is enough. I've made that decision and I tell my brain it. I don't ask myself things like, am I enough? Am I doing enough? And you guys, let me tell you, when I said I don't ask myself that, that's not true. Sometimes I do. And then I spend an insecurity and then I don't move into action and I don't do anything. And it feels really awful. So I really try not to tell myself that. (laughs) Instead, I try to tell myself that I am enough. And I don't even let myself ask that question. So who I am is enough. I'm inherently whole. I love that one, you guys. Like, doesn't that just make you feel good? Like, listen to it. Let it sink in. You are inherently whole. Just because you are you, just because I, and this is my belief. And so I'm just going to spew it. Just because you came from heavenly parents, just because you have a God who created you and loves you, you're whole. You don't need anything else. You did it. You got it. You're whole. Good job. <laughs> you're just here to learn and grow. That's part of the process. So any mistakes or things that don't feel good to you that you've done, it's just part of your process. It doesn't mean you're not whole. It doesn't mean you're not worthy. It's just because you're human, you're worthy. I love that. It feels so good. Okay. I don't need approval from others and I don't need to compare myself to others or be better than others because guess what, you guys, we're all equal. We're all whole. We're all the same. So it's not just that I'm inherently whole, it's that you're inherently whole. So if we're competing in business, guess what? We're both whole. We're both great. That makes me feel confident and it also makes me feel abundant and it makes me feel like, hey, you got this too both of us are going to succeed. We're both going to get there. And doesn't that feel so much better? You know what I think insecurity or opposite of confidence breeds is that we're not equal. Like there's only so much confidence. There's only so much wholeness or goodness in the world and I have to take it. And it feels like scarcity. So have you guys ever felt like that? Like, like oh, she's confident. So maybe I can't be confident. But what if you guys, what if even you believe different things, totally different thoughts? Like, that example I gave at the beginning where she has an opinion and yours is different. What if you're both just whole? What if you're both okay 100%? Even though you think differently, I think that confidence takes away that scarcity of like I need to be right because we recognize that like all of us are the same. We're all just equal. We're all just humans trying to figure it out. And there's room for all of us to have tons of confidence. And the more confidence that we have, the more goodness we can create in this world. So I think that we're all capable, we're all worthy, and we don't need to try to grasp confidence from somebody else. We can just have it and so can they. And I know logically this is like, yeah, of course. But when you get in those situations where you're around somebody who's really confident and you're feeling a little insecure, it doesn't feel so easy. All of a sudden you're like, well, if she's so right, then am I? something wrong with me? No, no. And then we get defensive and we go through the whole web, like I talked about at the beginning. So like I said, confidence feels abundant and open and expansive. And it's because we're all equal. Don't you think it would be good if the whole earth could recognize that we're all equal? Maybe we wouldn't be in this predicament if we all just knew that we are all inherently whole, that not one of us is above the other. You guys, I'm going to take a second right now to just chime in on my thoughts on dehumanization. I just, all of a sudden, I just felt like I wanted to share this. This is not in my notes, and this is just off off the cord a little bit, but but I want to share something. I was reading Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, and she talks about dehumanization and what I think has happened in our country a little bit for a long time. And when I say a little bit, I mean a lot. I think that we have dehumanized certain groups of people, a.k.a. black people. We have called them names and we have put them below and dehumanized them. Humanity happens when we recognize that we are all inherently whole. And then, do you know what I see happening? People are angry and they're feeling insecure. And if they just knew that all of us were inherently whole, they wouldn't need to do this, but but we haven't all grasped this yet. They're dehumanizing other people. It should make us shudder when somebody calls somebody else a name. That's like a less than name. Like when we call cops pigs, that's dehumanizing them and it's not safe. It's not good and it causes problems. Look at our system, you guys. So I don't think we need to lower anybody's humanity, like dehumanize anyone to make us feel human. We can just recognize that we're all human. And once that happens, once we realize that we are all inherently whole because we are human, when we have that humanity for people, That's when things get good. That's when the goodness starts happening. So anyways, I just wanted to like throw that in here. I noticed that we dehumanize people all the time. Now that I read that, I'm noticing it in my families and with my friends, like how often we use these terms. In fact, Brene Brown says that. She says it starts in our language. So watch your language, you guys. The words that you speak are important. The words that you think in your brain, the thoughts you think, they matter. And if you are thinking thoughts that are dehumanizing a different political party or a different race or a different religion or somebody of different beliefs, watch yourself. It's wrong. It's so wrong. And it doesn't align with confidence. It doesn't align, I believe, with God. So we are all equal. We're all inherent here in the whole soapbox over. Good. Okay. Number two, doing more does not make me more. This affirmation helps me so much, you guys because I am an achiever. I like to do stuff. But a lot of times I think that like, if I do more, if I be better then I'm better. And it's just not true. So that one really helps me. Okay, you guys, I hope it helps you too. Doing more doesn't make you more. It doesn't. I know it feels hard to believe, but it doesn't. Because guess what? You're already inherently whole. You don't need to be more. You already are it. You're already everything you need to be. And doing more is just good. It's like, awesome. You did more great. It doesn't make you more of a human doing more. Just, it really doesn't make you more. It doesn't make you better than anybody because remember we're all equal and we're all already whole. Okay, good. So I just like that one. I just like to remind my brain because my brain likes to go there. Number three, the meest me is the best me. Who I am is exactly who I should be. You guys, I've been learning about this, like leaning in to your truest self. When we're confident, we do this. We lean into our truest self. We don't worry about everybody else's opinion. We don't think about what everybody else thinks we should do. We think what's truest me, what's really really deep in my core me. And who you are is exactly who you should be. And I think it's important that we know that. Okay, this one is my favorite out of all my affirmations. I don't know why, but this one just like it really like resonates with me when I hear it. It just like it makes me breathe like a sigh of relief, okay? things that I desire, I was inherently made to create. So, you know, when you're feeling inconfident er, er, or not confident about, um, something you want to do, like you, like, I want to start this business. Let's say I want to start this business. You have this desire in your heart and you feel insecure. Like, you're like I don't know if I can do it. And that's your thought. I want you to answer that question back. I don't, can I do this? Am I able to do this? I want you to remember that the things that you desire are like roadmaps to your destiny. Desires aren't bad, righteous desires, things you wanna do, things you wanna create, those were put in you for a reason. You were made to do that. So I like to remind myself, I was inherently made to create whatever I desire. And I love to think this, I love this thought. I am uniquely equipped to do the work that I want to do because I am me and I have this desire, I am equipped to do it. I am made to figure it out. How do you think these amazing people who figure crap out? I'm reading this book, you guys. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's called The Pilgrim's Hypothesis. They talk about the the pilgrims coming over on the Mayflower. They were made to do it. They figured it out, even though it was so hard. They came over in horrible circumstances, but they felt it was their purpose. They had a desire to come and they did it. And they stayed and they stuck through it. And it's because they were uniquely equipped to do that work. Because it was a desire placed within their hearts. And I I just believe that so strongly. So the desires of your hearts, they're maps to your destiny, follow them and remember, you guys, that you are uniquely equipped to do that work. You were made to do it. So if you have a desire, don't push it away and be like, Can I? Let me remind you guys, when you ask your brain a question it is going to go to the negative bias. It always does. And it's because it wants to solve problems. It wants to keep you safe. But guess what? That safety doesn't get you to your dreams and your desires. So we have to, instead of asking our brains questions, we have to tell our brain. You have to tell your brain. I was made to create this. I am made to do this work. I was given the talents, the gifts, the strengths. I was made to figure out how to do this because it was placed within my heart. And I know I'm supposed to do it. I love that one. Number four, boom, that's my favorite. All right, number five, I was given gifts and talents, (laughs) just like we talked about, that were placed within me so I could serve and bless people. I believe that so much. So next time that you have that little thought pop into your brain, like I should do this for them or I should create that podcast or I should do um, take these people cookies and then you're like, oh, I don't know if I should, they're going to think I'm weird. Nope, nope. You were given gifts and talents. You were supposed to do it. If it was placed in your mind, if you had the thought and it was good, you should do it. And so just remember yourself, yourself, like I was given gifts and talents so that I could serve and bless others. And when you have the desire to serve and bless others, I believe that we will be given everything we need to to make that happen. So just remember that confidence, guys. Number six, this one's really, really important. And I I know it's important because it's something I struggled with really, really bad for a long time. And I'm starting to finally just like, shake it off and it doesn't affect me the way it used to. But I noticed that all my podcast episodes that I talk about this topic and every TikTok video that I talk about this topic and every time I post about this on Instagram, this is the topic that gets the most response. This is the podcast episodes that have double the amount of listens than my other ones. And so here we go. I am willing to risk rejection. Oh, you guys, guess what? Rejection? Is a feeling in your body. Do you know that's all it is? It's just a negative, a lot of times, feeling. We feel negative about it. We don't. A lot of times, it's a feeling we hate, you know? But did you know you can handle rejection? Because it's just a feeling in your body. And guess what? We gotta be willing to risk it. Everyone, this is the second part of this. So it's I am willing to risk rejection. Everyone is entitled to their own experience of me. I love this. <laughs> Everyone gets to experience me the way that they want to, how they want to, when they want to. When I try to control that, it causes me suffering and insecurity. So let's not try to control people's experiences of us. They get to have their own experience. And what's amazing is even when we do try to control, it doesn't work. And if it did work, I would be like, go for it, you guys. But I've tried to control people's experiences of me by people pleasing and by not following and becoming my truest self. And guess what? It doesn't help. They still get to experience me in their own way. And a lot of times they don't even still like it. So listen, I am willing to risk rejection. Everyone is entitled to their own experience of me. And I have my own back. I I get my own back. No one else needs to get my back because I got my back. I like my reasons for doing what I'm doing. I got me. Nobody needs to get you, you guys. This is the amazing thing. You don't need validation from people because you can give it to yourself. You don't need people to instill confidence in you because you can instill that confidence in yourself by giving yourself the thoughts to believe and choosing on purpose to believe them. No one can take away your belief in yourself, but you. I believe that with every (laughs) fiber of my being that your confidence is created by your thoughts. So let's change our thoughts to be thoughts that breed confidence. What are those? I'm inherently whole. I'm enough. Doing more doesn't make me more. The meest me is the best me. It's who I'm meant to be, my truest self. The things I desire I was inherently made to create and I'm uniquely equipped to do it. These desires placed within me are roadmaps to my destiny and I was given gifts and talents so that I could use these desires to help and bless and serve others. And you know what? In the process, I'm willing to risk rejection because everyone is entitled to their own experience of me and I'm going to get my own back. I don't need them to. No one can take away my belief in myself but me. I am confident. I can do it. These are the thoughts we have to believe, you guys. I want to end by talking to you guys a little about that book I'm reading. You guys, we all have a purpose. And you guys know that the adversary doesn't want you to, to lean into your purpose. Satan, the adversary, opposition, ego, whatever you want to call it, you guys, it doesn't want you to feel confident because confidence means that we are focused on helping others. It means that we know our worth and everyone is equal. It means that we are going to create the things that we really, really want. that we really desire. We're going to lean into our purpose and we're going to go full out into it. And I want you guys so bad to just lean into your confidence and start acting. Confidence breeds action. Confidence fuels outward focus. This feels good. Action and outward focus feels good. So take yourself out of the middle. Next time you want to do something, just like these, these pilgrims in this book that I'm reading, They felt like this book is so good. I can't even tell you guys, but they knew their purpose. They wanted to come over to America. They felt that they wanted to come. It was a desire placed within them. Maybe they had the desire. Maybe it was placed within them, whatever you want to believe, but they had a desire. They went and it was hard, but they didn't. They they had the opportunity in the book. It talks about it. They had the opportunity to get back on the Mayflower and come back, go back to Holland where it was comfortable and nice, but they didn't. And you know why? It's because they were willing to risk rejection. They were willing to go through hard things. They knew that what their purpose was and they knew it was going to be worth it. So what's your Mayflower? What's your thing that you need to do? And I think when we know that purpose and we lean into confidence, we can change the world. I just believe it so strong. Confidence will breed the actions so that you can create the results that you want. So let's do it, you guys. Lean into confidence. Think about it. When you're feeling insecure, I want to remind your brain of these affirmations. Okay, you guys are the best. Let's talk about this again. (laughs) We'll definitely revisit the confidence subject, but this is a good start. Okay, I hope you guys have a great week. I love you all. Thank you for listening. If you liked this, will you just do me a big fave? will you like tell your friends and will you post it on Instagram and will you share it with the world? And will you follow me on TikTok and just know that I love you guys. And I'm so grateful that you chime in, that you listen, that you comment, that you subscribe and that you leave reviews. Thanks. Have a good week.